0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, episode nine, season three of the Daily Intermission Podcast. Back in studio, back off the day off. Nate, how we doing?
0: We're doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad to have a co-pilot today. Uh, Monday was a bit of a grind. Uh, It's tough to talk to yourself for half an hour, but we're back in studio. I will mention that the pregame show is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, Use the code TDI for 20% off at manscaped.com. Free shipping as well. Best tools going. We say it every episode. Go get this grooming kit. There's ball butter. A nice razor, the four the Lawnmower four it's nick free, it's it's waterproof. It's the full package. So go check it out at manscaped.com. It's a great item. We all love it. Get some Manscaped stuff. I will say to the Canadian listeners, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving comes way faster than I remembered. Um, I didn't realize it was this early in October, but uh, it's just it's very different because we celebrated so much earlier than the United States. Like the United States put on obviously a much better Thanksgiving. Um, but it's it's Thanksgiving here uh, in Canada this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, the US kind of puts on better everything, really. Yeah. Fourth for, of July. Yes. You know, Canada Day, way better. It's way better. So, but uh, yeah, Thanksgiving coming up quick. Uh, I kind of like when the US one is, honestly, better than Canadian. It's like a little closer to Christmas and it's like a little double up holiday.
1: Yeah, I love the uh, the fact that there's three NFL games on the Thursday. That is electric. Um, but uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to the Canadian listeners. Uh, Tom Brady and Giselle. This is a major headline. They have hired divorce lawyers. So I... See, this is where I struggle because nobody really can look into nobody in those inner circles of Tom Brady and Giselle really know what's going on. And I don't know if you can just kind of make up these headlines, but it does sound like and from every visual that we take from Tom Brady right now, it looks like he's stressed. He looks thin. He looks just worn out. And it's probably because he's dealing with the divorce.
0: Yeah, it's funny because we were talking. What was it? A couple episodes ago. And it's like, it seems like we're talking about this a lot. And didn't really seem any like anything was coming of it, but now, yeah, divorce lawyer. I mean, that pretty much puts the nail in the coffin, I would think.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Through one, but I'd have to say that's got to be one of the final steps to getting divorced. Absolutely. And
1: so I looked into this quickly. So, like, who would you need for like a list of like greatest of all time athletes in their respective sports? You put Tiger Woods there, Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, yeah, Tom Brady, yeah. They've all been divorced, yeah. Michael Jordan, multiple times. Tiger, I mean, would have been multiple times. Yeah. But it's just kind of the way of the road for the greatest of all times. And we knew from the percentages segment that 40% of marriages end in divorce. So, I mean, the odds... Yeah, the odds were in his favor. ...were in his favor. But generally speaking, when we look about the greatest of all time, they were not in his favor.
0: No, definitely not. I mean, if you just go off those guys alone, it's... Yeah, you're pretty much destined for divorce. Yes,
1: exactly. So, I'm kind of circling, you know... Well, Sydney's not even married, but like maybe
0: Connor McDavid, like yeah, I mean he had some stuff going on there not that long ago.
1: Yeah, with his girlfriend. Remember the media was like, "What's going on here?" And well, yeah, and, he
0: was out like holding some girl's hand or something. Yeah, I love seeing it from Connor, <laughs> the guy. Uh,
1: but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, with Tom Brady and Giselle. Um, you know, this is going to be, you know, you got to respect Tom Brady and the fact that like this guy just he just can't hang it up, like. He's got, he's climbed every mountain that an NFL quarterback can climb. And he's just like, I need to play. Like, I have it in me to play. I'm still good enough to play. And it's going to end his
0: marriage. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I feel like she must have, when he was like, said he was retired, like that was. And then came back, she was probably like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah. That's it. Because, I mean, you have to feel for Giselle in the sense where she's got three kids, one of them not being hers, that she's got to run to school every day, take care of every day. Like Being an NFL quarterback is crazy demanding. I mean, the film you have to watch, the plays you have to study. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, you've got to know what every single person is doing on the field. And, I mean, Tom Brady's addicted to it. He's the best ever to do it. And it's, you respect it, but. You know, when, you know, when it, uh, when it ruins your personal life, it's, it's a sad scene for sure. Um, Herschel Walker, Nate, so Herschel Walker was a star running back in the NFL for many years. So he's running for the U S Senate in Georgia. And there's some massive controversy around this guy because obviously he's strict he's a, he's a conservative. He, he's a, um, he's a, not a Democrat, but a Republican. Republican. Um, and, uh, There's a woman that came out and he paid for an abortion for a woman and apparently this is awful news for a guy who's against abortions and apparently he paid for one.
0: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much going to do it for him, (laughs) I would say. You only need that one thing and then everybody's just going to run with it. Um. I, I would willing to bet someone who was running against him probably dug that up. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's the political world, man, is a greasy yeah, world, crazy. man. I mean, even the ads you see on TV sometimes, say, it is like the funniest thing. Holy smokes! It's essentially like. You have the one guy talking, and then they're just like, "My candidate uh, Sue Murray's a piece of absolute shit." Yeah, it's like she did this, and and here we have this video of her in the university.
1: Did you know Mike Campbell was acquitted for fraud in two thousand
0: nine? He also the, raped a woman in twenty eleven. Yeah. It's like, whoa! Is this the man you want running your office? Yeah, it's <laughs> they're the most, and it's just like paid on taxpayer money too. Oh, it's just the biggest gong fest ever. It is, man. It really is. But uh, we'll see what happens with uh, Herschel Walker in
1: Georgia. Antonio Brown this week, he posted a naked photo in a pool in Abu Dhabi. Uh, he then later posted a photo of him and Giselle hugging. I mean, this, I think he's mentally ill. This guy, I don't really understand. I mean, he, he was such a tremendous talent in the NFL. I mean, we're, we're looking from like 2014 to 2017, 2018. He was the best, most premier NFL receiver. Now he's rapping. Now he's just, he's in the crowds that you don't, you don't ever want to be around. And Antonio Brown is just being an absolute clown act.
0: Yeah, I mean it's all you know. It's been, it's been pretty clowny for a while. Ever since he walked off the field for me, yes, like holy smokes, dude! Like what is happening? And then he was on the like World Revenge Tour going on. What did he go on the Nelk Boys podcast like right after that? Yeah, he did. It yeah. Was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. But this penis exposure is—I mean, like, couldn't he get charged for that? Yeah, is is that not public indecency? what well, I would think, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be much in that in that realm. No, I,
1: I mean, I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's it's not really worth looking into. But Antonio Brown is up to his old ways. Nate I talked about this on Monday Uh, I didn't have any rebuttal because obviously you weren't here but you've heard about this fishing contest and I said it was in Florida I made a ton of mistakes mind
0: you in that podcast but it was in Ohio did you read into this fishing contest I think I saw the video is this where like they pulled up the thing and there was like weights in it or something they stuffed their fish with lead weights
1: and I guess there was hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line in this fishing contest and they doubled the so they're they weighed in at like 33 kgs I'll say and uh and the next best was like 16 like okay what's going on here and there was lead weights stuffed in the fish
0: yeah it's it's Peta must be up in arms here oh my um i've never heard of this as like a tactic i didn't know people cheated this hard in fishing stuff i didn't know there was that much money in fishing yeah i I mean yeah people love fishing oh for sure i certainly didn't know that you hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line i mean i'd probably be stuffing a few weights in a fish too if i was in the running
1: oh yeah for sure and i guess these guys are kind of like a renowned like champ. so like oh, there's a shit. big investigation going on with these clowns out of a fishing
0: doping scandal going on here in the fishing world
1: 100 and couldn't you find a way to like do you have to like couldn't you find a way to like put some fish in the boat and just kind of throw them in or do you have to have like video anyway? That's worth looking I into, no I guess. Is how is that governed? A fishing contest, but anyway, that's gonna conclude the pregame show, Nate. Where we got a lot to talk about in the MLB <coughs> in quarter one, quarter two, we've got some NFL action, quarter three or halftime show. I apologize. We're gonna go overrated or underrated. Quarter three, we got NHL, NBA, and then we're gonna finish things off in the golf world. Uh, Nate in the MLB, Aaron Judge, he finally hit number sixty-two. He now holds the most home runs ever in the, in the American League's history. Um, man, he he had a great season, man, an MVP caliber season. Um, the Yankees obviously first place in the AL, and uh, and and you gotta you know tip your hat to you know this is a once in a lifetime type of year, and, and Aaron Judge, man, he uh, he put on an absolute clinic.
0: Yeah, he did. That's a. It's a ridiculous amount of home runs. Um, I saw. I believe it was Steve Phillips on TSN. He was saying that he gives him the single season record now just with Sosa, Bonds, and uh, Maguire ahead of him. Yeah. Which is like, you can't really do that. No. Like, regardless of if they were doping or not. Like, these numbers he, don't lie. Yeah, like, he, did, he didn't hit 70. Yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, it was a ridiculous season. I mean, the guy's going to get absolutely paid this year. And Absolutely. By who we do not know yet. Do
1: you think it's gonna be the Yankees? Like I'm hard pressed to think that the Yankees won't send him just the amount of money. Like but, but the big already, question yeah. will be does he wanna be in New York? Does he yeah. wanna be in the spotlight? Because you know that guy cannot go anywheres Without having the signatures and the photos and and just his life in New York would be mayhem. And, And I talked about it last episode, too, with Giannis coming out last week and said that once he retires, he wants to kind of fall off the face of the planet. yeah I mean, I could see Judge wanting to go to like San Fran or like, you know, a California market where, you know, sports players aren't the face of what's going on.
0: Yeah, you get into L.A., yeah. Kind of hide a little bit. Plus you're on an absolute wagon of a squad. Yes. If the Dodgers end up getting Aaron Judge, I think I think I might end up just not watching baseball anymore. Well, there's not really any point. It's like they're <laughs> going to probably set the record next year for most wins. They were already close this year. Yeah. And most wins in the NL since 1906. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. 111. Yeah. That's if they don't win, it's going to be a travesty.
1: Yes. Uh, I did want to mention too with the Yankees, Nate. Garrett Cole breaks the Yankees single season record uh, for strikeouts with 249. I'm not a big fan of this guy. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he'll uh, obviously be the, uh, the headliner and ace for the Yankees moving forward in the playoffs. And the playoffs are finally here, man. Friday, we get uh, Jays, Mariners, 5 o'clock. I think Toronto is going to be humming for those three games. So yeah. I was talking about it too last episode, Nate. What do you think about this playoff format? Do you think they've got it? you know, intact. There's three games all at home and then it goes into the divisional round for a five game and then seven game. I don't know if that's the the math, but I mean it's uh that's what we're dealing with this uh this season. I just
0: I don't love a best of three yeah at all. I don't even like a best of five in the first all round. on the road. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, That's man. a little outrageous to me. Yeah. If you make the playoffs after that 162 grind, you deserve to show your fan base some playoff baseball. Especially with so few teams making it. Yep. Like, you should be able to get a few games in. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, man. It's weird, but I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think it just should be best of seven the entire way through. 100%. Because, like, even if you make the wild card, it's not like it's... Like you just squeaked in in no. a wild card spot, like in, you know it's not an NBA like ten seed. Yeah, like
1: let's just start the playoffs like mid September, and yeah, then you this- could you could roll the first four games four days in a row, have a day off, and then roll three in a row. Yeah, you know it's the math is actually extremely easy in in. Uh, in baseball, but uh, yeah, it is worth noting that the Yankees and Astros will get buys out of the AL. The Dodgers and Braves will get buys out of the NL. Man, the Braves went on a run to, to catch the Mets. I yes. mean, we thought the Mets for a long time were, they had run away with the NL East, and they end up getting caught by the Braves, so the Braves will get the buy. Five um, years in
0: a row for the Braves.
1: Five years in a row. Yeah. Man, Alex Anthopoulos, man. That guy's an absolute wagon. Uh, obviously, the Jays let go of him. He was the architect of the 2015-2016 Jays. Uh, but now he's uh, obviously getting a lot of credit in, in Atlanta. And, and uh, you know, Alex Anthopoulos, an absolute weapon. Um, Tampa will play the Cleveland Guardians, Nate, in the first wild card matchup. I feel bad because, man their time it's like at noon, twelve thirty, uh Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's like well, Sunday, the viewership of that game is gonna be
0: near nothing. Um and uh but who do you like in this series, Nate? Uh I'm probably just gonna roll Tampa. I haven't been set too set on Cleveland the entire time. Even if they would have played the Jays and the Rays are kind of a wag. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll Tampa. Um I was gonna say something else, but I forgot what it was. Oh, it was the timing for the Sunday games. They they are subject to change if like some teams end up winning in two. Okay. So they'll move some games up a little bit. Not yep. that it's gonna make a little difference because the NFL is still being played. Yeah. So
1: but <laughs> No, absolutely. It's um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see uh the viewership numbers from those, but the Tampa Bay Rays I'm gonna ride with as well. I think the McClenahan and Glasnow are going bang bang. I mean that's gonna to be tough to roll against. Um and yeah, I mean the Guardians. I just think that the the AL East teams are more primed for runs because they they're the competition. Like I don't think I we stress that enough. Is that man they they play so many games in division in the MLB right now. I know that's changing next year, but I mean it's it's unbelievable. And this Tampa Bay Rays team is playing a ton against the Yankees, playing a ton against the Rays. I mean Baltimore and the Red Sox. Obviously they missed out in the playoffs, but they had half, half decent seasons. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with Tampa as well. Nate, we've got the Jays and Mariners. I'm riding the Jays. I'm going to be riding the Jays. I think, uh, you know, for the, for the entirety of it, I'll be cheering for them. Who do you
0: like? I'm going to go Jays as well. I think they're just a little more primed ready to rock, just as you said with the East. but like, man, Seattle has some good guys like Julio and what is it? Suarez. Yep. Like guy put up like 35 home runs, I think. Yep. So they've got some, they've got some weapons. I think it could go the distance here. But, uh, you know, as you said, with the home field advantage here, I mean, it'd be tough not to roll with the Jays.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we think about the, I mean, the last time the Jays were in the playoffs, I mean, was it two years ago? There was no fans. I mean, this place is going to be absolutely rocking. Yeah, it's and, always uh, a zoo. and it's going to be fun. Um, I think Robbie Ray, I mean, this guy's, we're obviously going to see him on the mound. And he's pitched you know, in that stadium a bunch. But I would love to see the Jays light that guy up in his tight pants. Yeah. But we're both in the Jays. The Mets will be hosting the Padres, Nate. Um, who do you like in this matchup? Oh man, this is gonna be
0: great series. It's gonna be a heater. It's a shame it only goes three. Um I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the Padres. I kinda want the Mets to win. Honestly, I'm I'm not too torn on it. It's gonna be tough. I think this goes three for sure. Okay. I think if the Padres had Tatis, that could help you. What's Scherzer's status right now?
1: Is That's he good a to go? Question because the Scherzer DeGrom, I mean that yeah, I mean that yeah that's, that's two un- wins
0: yeah you would reckon you know yeah
1: um and and then you got that guy who comes out the closer i forget his name right now uh Eduardo some, Uh, anyway he comes out with the um,
0: oh yeah the walk off music the, the walk out
1: music yeah the closer there in, <laughs> in New York but um, I'm going to ride with the Mets. I think the Mets are uh, the better team. Um, I think they have been all season, but the, the Padres, man, I mean, this is a lethal lineup if people can figure it out. I mean, if Juan Soto can take his head out of his rear end, um, the Padres, you know, certainly, you know, have a great team as well. So, um, Cardinals to host the Phillies. This is my team that I'm going to be cheering for. Probably the, the heaviest is the Oliver Pujols, Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina trio. That would be so fun to watch when a ring cardinals hosting the phillies nate i know you're on the cardinals because i I mentioned the last episode you've got a big hate on for the phillies
0: yeah i'm not i've never been on the phillies they're like the cleveland browns of baseball for me yep i'm going uh i'm going cleveland or cleveland (laughs) st louis all day yeah absolutely i'd love to see yeah as you said pools and the boys so we
1: got jays tampa and then we're splitting the mets padre series and we're both riding the cardinals so we'll see i'm excited for playoff baseball man friday can't come soon enough uh it's crazy how it's finally here um Obviously, I'm going to stick to my point that 162 games is going to be way too long to captivate me for the entire MLB season. But this time of year, definitely going to be uh, honed in on the on the MLB. All right, Nate. Time to move into quarter two. We got some NFL action here and uh, Monday Night Football was uh, was not how I expected it. Uh, The Rams were two point underdogs on the road heading into the 49ers. Matt? Stafford ended up getting sacked 7 times. 49ers D was absolutely buzzing. They ended up rinsing the Rams at home. I mean, to be completely honest, man, Matt Stafford did not look very good. Um, but uh yeah, that uh that NFC West matchup was a good one and and um now we're going to move on to week 5, man. It's uh it's crazy, man, how uh, how fast the the NFL season moves. Um the Steelers need before we get into the games and the picks, Kenny Pickett. Two gloves Pickett is
0: now the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. Yep. I mean, we had a hunch, didn't we? Trubisky. Dude, can you... Trubisky. The Bears
1: traded up and took Mitch Trubisky, passed on Deshaun Watson, passed on Patrick Mahomes. Like, that right there, man, is a mistake that is... It's a fireable offense. It it is unbelievable, that decision.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's always wild looking back at drafts, I find. Because, you know, you had... Well, was Josh Allen that same draft too? Yes, he was seventh. Yep, and then Mahomes was like fifteenth. Just ridiculous. It's it's such a whiff, man. It is, and I mean, yeah, it's it's Where really hard. Play Texas Tech. Okay.
1: Yeah, Texas Tech, Wyoming for Josh Allen, yeah. Clemson for for Deshaun Watson, and uh, North Carolina for. Uh,
0: Trubisky. For Trubisky. Okay.
1: Yeah. So. I don't, I think he only started one season at really North Carolina
0: too. Jesus.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's wild. It's a tough, tough scene, man. Um, there's an football night tonight, uh, for tomorrow, or I guess yesterday for the listeners, we got the Colts heading into, uh, Denver, uh, the Colts will be without star running back. Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan hasn't looked particularly fantastic. Um, I like the Broncos in this one, man. I think Russell Wilson continues to build on the week he had last week. He had two passing touchdowns, one running touchdown. Um, I think just it's going to be tough for, uh, for them to win a mile high. And I think uh, I haven't really liked what I've seen from the Colts. I'm riding the Broncos tonight.
0: Yeah, no, Jonathan Taylor's a big loss too. Obviously, yeah. so I mean the roll Broncos too to have that altitude going. Yeah, minus three and a half. It's not even a bad spread. No, no. So, so Russell can keep it keep it slightly going. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll take we'll take Bronx. Um. All right, Nate. You want to pull up the games? Yeah, we got a, what a London game again. Yes, we do. <clears throat> Packers Giants. Packers minus seven point five. It's kind of hefty. Yeah, I think I'm on the Giants. So sorry, uh, it's it's the Giants playing the Packers. The Packers. So you're gonna ride the Giants? I think so. Okay, I'm gonna ride seven them. and a half.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This is this is a good one here. We got uh, the three and one Giants who uh, who have been you know obviously grinding out. Uh, Saquon Barkley's finally healthy, and Daniel Jones is. Been serviceable. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to run with the Packers here. I think the Packers... Man, they had a close game against the Patriots last week. Yeah, I, I'm going to ride with the Packers. I think the Packers are the better team. I think uh, the Giants are going to lose a few here. Um, I think Daniel Jones is going to make some big mistakes on primetime. I don't think that guy... Was he 0-9 on Monday Night Football as well? So I don't think he likes the big lights. Um, what do we got uh, to start the afternoon slate?
0: Uh, we have... Um well, we'll get Titans commanders out of the way here because it's my favorite game. Minus two and a half of the Titans on the road. I'll take the Titans in this one here at minus
1: two and a half. Um, Carson Wentz, after th- first three weeks of of being you know solid and throwing for lots of yards, he's looked pretty bad. I wonder is Chase Young back? Is is a, is a question I have, but um, pull it up here. Yeah, I think I'm gonna roll the Titans here, man. I think they're gonna be moving and grooving now. They're gonna be rolling uh, after dismantling the Colts last week. I think Mike Vrabel's finally. Uh, they're, this team is just—they're uh, just a dogfight team, man. And uh, I just don't think the Commanders are are, are gonna win this he, game. He's
0: not in. Okay, he's still yeah, he's out. out for week five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the uh, I'm on the Titans. Yeah, I'm gonna go Titans also. Bet against my own squad. Uh, we got Lions, Patriots, Patriots minus three favorite at home. Uh, this is an interesting one here uh, because
1: we don't know who's playing quarterback. Mac Jones returned to practice yesterday, but if it's going to be Bailey Zappi, rookie,
0: um, I'm rolling with my guys at home. Minus three. Yeah, I'm going to as well. I'm going to as well. I Just something about the Lions, man. <laughs> They're a tough They're like, team to bet on. Yeah, they are. And what was it like last week? It was like... What was it? Annie was saying this, like they always cover the spread. And then I looked at one point, it was like they were down by like 20, and then they end up covering the spread. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got Steelers Bills. Bills minus 14 favorite at home. See, that to me is is outrageous, but I, I think
1: I'm gonna take the Bills, man. I think the Bills can absolutely blow these guys out of the water. Kenny Pickett, obviously, we don't really know what to expect from this guy. Uh the Bills are gonna be fired up in front of their home crowd. I, I could see this being a blowout.
0: Yeah, I could too. I think Bills all day. Yeah. I'd see it by like 21. Absolutely. <clears throat> we have Dolphins Jets. Uh, Dolphins minus three favorite on the road in New York. Jeez. We got Zach Wilson versus Teddy Two
1: Gloves Bridgewater. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with the, the Dolphins minus three here. I think Teddy Bridgewater, man, he's a very serviceable backup. Uh, he's got a, more offensive weapons. And I'm waiting for Zach Wilson to put on a clinic that shows us that he's an absolute dustbag.
0: Yeah, well, that's inevitably coming. I'm going to also go Dolphins minus three.
1: Yeah, it's it doesn't seem like the Jets. I mean, the Jets obviously won last week against Pittsburgh. But um, I, I think that uh, the Dolphins rally around for two and win this thing. Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, we got Falcons-Bucs. Bucks, Bucks minus eight and a half at home. Tom Brady obviously going through the divorce. I'm still rolling with the guy.
1: Yeah, I think this could be. I think this is kind of like okay. We now he knows that the world knows what he, what's going on with his life right now. Um, man, the stresses of that. I I think hopefully as they continue to get healthier, I just think that this defense is uh, they got dismantled on uh, on on Sunday night by the Chiefs, but I think they have a comeback game. Marcus Mariota I think runs around with his like a chicken with his head cut off. I think. The Bucs win this one by eight and a half. This is subject to change though. This is interesting. I gotta I gotta dive into that one a bit more and, and look into what's going on with Tom and Giselle. Yeah, it's an odd spread.
0: <clears throat> I've got the Bucks on my Survivor pool this week, so okay. hopefully they can at least win. Yeah. Uh we have Seahawks going to New Orleans minus five point five. Wow. For the Saints. Oh, for the
1: Saints, yeah. Okay. not for
0: the Seahawks, yeah. Um,
1: no. okay. Uh I wonder, do we have a status update on Jameis Winston, Nate?
0: That can be checked. Because Andy
1: Dalton, I'm not riding with Andy Dalton, and and Geno Smith has looked he's looked pretty good, man. He, he's balling out, man.
0: Jameis Winston appears to be questionable, bad okay. back.
1: Okay, um, I'm going to ride with the Seahawks in this one. Okay, plus five and a half. Uh, this is also subject to change. Make sure you you tune into our Sunday show with Andy. That's kind of when we lock in our picks. But uh, yeah, I think uh, the, you know they looked good last week um, in in the shootout against the Lions. Um, Geno Smith's looked pretty good, and. Uh, yeah, if you get Alvin Kamara back, if you get Michael Thomas back, then you know it's going to be it's going to be probably switched to the other side for me. But I don't know. If, I think their stat their status is questionable as well. So I'm going to ride with the Seahawks. Yeah,
0: I'm. Uh, I'm also going to go with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. The hell with it. Absolutely. Plus five point five. We got the worst game ever. The Texans and the Jaguars. The Jaguars minus seven favorite at home. I'm going with the Jaguars. Just okay, no doubt.
1: Yeah, the Texans are bad, man. They're really bad. Um, I think we're,
0: team without a win, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I, I'll go with uh, I'll go with the Jaguars as well. I think Dougie P's got those boys humming. Obviously, they've had a kind of a couple bad weeks, but this could be a game where Trevor Lawrence really goes off and has a night. So um, I think uh, I think Jaguars two minus seven. I like that.
0: We've got Bears, Vikings, Vikings at home, minus seven.
1: All over the Vikings in this one. Man, Same. I think Justin Fields is an absolute bum, man. I think the Bears are trash. Um, And yeah, uh, without David Montgomery, man, on their backfield, like their receiving core is awful. Uh, Justin Fields is not good. I think the, the Vikings might just
0: blow the wheels off them. Yeah, I agree. Vikings all day. The Bears are dog water. <clears throat> We've got Chargers, Browns, Chargers minus two and a half on the road. It's coming without saying, I am obviously taking the Chargers. I hate the Browns. What was the spread, Nate? 2.5. Oh, my. I will be hammering
1: the yeah. Chargers in this one. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is Mr. Serviceable, but he's not a great quarterback. I mean, if there, if there's any sort of... I would stuff the box here and get um, Asante Samuel Jr. all over Murray Cooper. I, and maybe a little... Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm all over the Chargers in a big way in this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's un- un- undoubtable. All right, we're moving into the afternoon games. We got 49ers at Panthers. 49ers minus six and a half after a big showing last week.
1: Yeah, until I see Baker Mayfield not be an absolute dust show, I- I'm going to be riding the 49ers in this one, man. The, the, Me too, man. The Carolina Panthers have looked bad, man. CMC has just been terrible for fantasy owners. I know he had a decent week last week, but you expect this guy to pop off with receiving yards and and um, and, and obviously touchdowns and he's not getting those looks and i feel so bad for dj Moore, fantasy owners man the top receiver in carolina because baker Mayfield just does not know how to find him and it's also it's also we're giving credit to odell beckham jr for saying i want the fuck out of here remember last year he was like this guy is
0: awful and he was right yes he certainly was So i'm on 49ers as well no doubt we have cowboys rams rams are at home minus five give me the rams and a bounce back same. I like it. I like it too. It's a great spot
1: for them. I think the Cowboys have been on kind of a horseshoe run here, mm-hmm. winning all these games without Dak Prescott. I think this is finally the game where um, he just. I mean, Cooper Rush just gets you know bombarded with uh, with with the Rams D. Um, I, I think that uh, Matt Stafford bounces back. I, I, I like the. I like your train of thought there, Nate. I like the Rams too.
0: Yep, I think Rams big time. Uh, we have Eagles, Cardinals, Eagles uh, on the road, but they are minus five point five favorites. Uh okay okay yeah I mean they've got to lose eventually I'm taking the Cardinals okay yeah I'm, I'm taking the Cardinals I'm gonna stay with the Eagles
1: okay minus five and a half I'm gonna take the Cardinals I think that they're they're a better team than they've been showing I think Kyler Murray's due for a big game too um, I just think that uh, at home they're gonna be a tough uh, tough task for uh, for Jalen Hurts and the boys obviously they look, look they've looked fantastic but like you said Nate they're 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 bound, they're bound to drop one
0: soon yes they are um, Sunday nighter Bengals Ravens should be a heat fest uh, in Baltimore minus three for Baltimore a tough one uh yes it is um shoot I'm taking joey b and the boys yeah yeah okay
1: i like it i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna ride with the ravens i think um okay. i just i've really liked what i've seen from lamar jackson like he's he's putting on a similar type of season to what aaron judge is doing in a contract season you know didn't get paid and says well listen watch me go and he's been the mvp front runner in my opinion and that's uh, really putting the team on his back and yeah, I think the Ravens can uh, can win this game. Um, I haven't loved what I've seen from the Bengals. Obviously, their, their Cinderella season, you know, inflated their stock uh, after last year's Super Bowl run. But I, I think the uh, I think the Ravens at home are going to be a tall task for the Bengals this week.
0: Yeah, they certainly haven't been like fantastic this year. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with them. It's a, it's kind of a pick em, So I'm just gonna roll with the Bengals. We've got the Monday Nighter Raiders Chiefs, Chiefs shockingly favorites minus seven. Who do you like? Uh, this
1: is gonna come to a surprise probably for many listeners, but the Raiders always seem to play the Chiefs extremely tough, man. And uh, I, I think, I think they're gonna start getting a little. They're gonna get a few wins rolling here. I think I'm gonna go with the Raiders plus seven in this one. I don't know if they're gonna win the game, but I think they keep it tight, man. Division game. I, I like. I don't know why the Raiders put the Chiefs so well, but they do. I'm taking the Raiders. Okay. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Um
0: <clears throat> I saw st- or I saw whatever, and obviously this means nothing, but the last time they played it was forty eight to nine for the Chiefs or something. Okay. So I'm gonna roll with them, keep it hot. From last December. So that's what I'm gonna go with, Chiefs. Yeah. Minus seven.
1: That's that was a that was the comeback game because the game before that the the Raiders beat them. Um, but, uh, all right, Nate. we're moving into the halftime show this week. We got overrated, underrated. So we're going to give each other five athletes kind of give what their status in sports are, uh, overrated or underrated.
0: Um, I'll start things off. Nate, I'm going to give you Mitch Marner, Mitch Marner. Um, it's kind of a tough one. I would say he's properly rated if he wasn't in Toronto, but I feel like he's a little, a little bounced up just where actually, you know what? I think he is properly rated. Because I think Matthews gets kind of all the uh, the hype there. But Marner also, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say properly rated, maybe a tinty bit overrated. He still puts up like 100 points a year, leads that team in scoring generally. So it would be tough press to say he's overrated. I'm going to say properly rated. Yes, sir. Mitch Marner. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, man. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes is... is... I, 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 he's
1: he's underrated. He, uh, this guy's he's he's going to be on track to to maybe be in the conversation for the greatest quarterback of all time once his career's said and done, and I'm that's coming from you know one of the biggest Tom Brady fans. I mean, if we saw last week, we saw the NFC Player of the Month uh, on Sunday Night Football, Devin White. All on linebacker sprinting at him. He twirls, spins like he's like playing backyard football. We talk about his arm angles and every single pitch, every single throw he has got in his weapon. He's, he's the best quarterback in the NFL, man. And, and he does it week after week. He's such a hard guy to beat. Um, he's having fun, man. And I would say he's underrated, man. I think that he is the clear cut best quarterback in the NFL. And, you know, I'd love to hear the arguments against that. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Josh Allen's had some tremendous seasons to, to get into that, um, you know, conversation, but let's look, look let's look at the chiefs track record the last four years. I mean, they've been a super bowl favorite and, you know, a, a weekend weekend favorite. So I, I like, I think he's a little bit underrated.
0: Yeah. It seems like Mahomes kind of has that different layer than, than Allen as well. Kind of has that, that rushing ability a little better. so, um, okay. Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, for sure. Um, well, Josh Allen ran for seven hundred yards last year,
0: yeah. <laughs> but Anthony Davis, Nate Anthony Davis, um, overrated. Jonathan Huberto. Jonathan Huberto, this is a good one here. Um,
1: what do you have? One hundred and fifteen
0: points last year. I think so. Uh,
1: one hundred and fifteen points. Uh, for for Jonathan Huberto. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I think Jonathan Huberdeau is properly rated. I mean, I don't think anyone really kind of considers him a top five player in the league, but I mean, he was second in points last year. Um, I mean, maybe a tad underrated. Uh, I don't know if he gets enough love for how good he is. And I think he had what do you have 80 assists last year or 70 something assists?
0: Yeah, something like that. Um,
1: you know, had a tremendous season last year. And, uh, I think, uh, I think Jonathan Huberdeau is, uh, is a little underrated. I'm excited to see what he's got this year in, in Calgary, but, uh, yeah, I, I do like uh, John, um, Jonathan
0: Huberto. I think he's, he's a little underrated. Neat Evgeny Malkin. Malkin. Um, I'd say he's probably properly rated. I don't think he's overrated. I don't think he's underrated, so I'd have to go with properly rated. Um, I don't think he really gets that much hype anymore either. Yeah. He's just kind of like Malkin now. So For sure. I'm going to go with um, properly rated.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, wrote a little bit in Sidney Crosby's shadow fine but
0: yeah if if anything he probably would have been a little under a little underrated yeah
1: um Aaron Judge Aaron Judge um I'm gonna have to say he's a little overrated um you know obviously this is this season you know if we're gonna really you know microscope this solo season that he's having right now um you know he's a phenomenal player but um yeah I mean I think you know we look at his his entire body of work um you know he, he he's been good and and you know, I think just due to the hype of the sixty two home run season, like he's 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 gonna win the AL MVP. I just don't know if he's that typical of a player. Obviously he's got a huge arm. I, I don't know his fielding statistics. Um, uh, but I'll say a little overrated. That might be a cold take, but just in my opinion, um, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens obviously in the playoffs. But if you can lead the Yankees to a World Series, um, then you know, shove it in my face. But I think a tad overrated. Uh
0: Bo Bichette. I think he's a little overrated. I think he gets the TO love. Um, he's had a good year, but he, he makes some odd mistakes sometimes, uh, like the foot off the bag the other week. And also he kind of goes cold sometimes. Obviously he had a really hot, hot, um, September. Yeah. Hot September. So that's going to probably be a hot take, but I'm going to say slightly overrated.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. I don't think he's that great of a fielder. No. Um,
0: yeah. Cam Smith,
1: Cam Smith. Uh, he's definitely a little underrated. Um, yeah, I mean, this guy, you know, was charging to be the number one player in the world before he left the PGA Tour. Um, you know, was in the mix at many majors. Ended up winning the British Open uh, at St Andrews. Uh, I think Cam Smith. I just think that uh, anybody outside the U.S., especially um, you know Australians and you know Spaniards, you can talk about really any place in the world. They just don't get enough. You know, spotlight. I think Cam Smith, he won the players as well. I I think he's underrated, man. This guy is such a tremendous talent. His short game was so insane uh, on the run that he had. Unfortunately, he went to live golf and we won't be able to see him as much as possible. But um, yeah, I'll say he's uh, he's a little underrated. Um, Nate Christian McCaffrey.
0: I mean, you'd have to say probably overrated just with the injuries and the tough start, but I'll say overrated. Just just because of the injuries. Yeah, I agree with that. He gets drafted like first overall in fantasy every year and doesn't do, he never plays. Yep. So I'd have to go with overrated. Uh, Kyle Connor. Oh gosh, this guy's extremely underrated. Um, yeah i'm excited to see what this guy
1: so i scored last night got the notifications pegged on for every single nhl team so it's a bit of a bloodbath when the nhl's playing especially during preseason it's probably a little overkill but i saw they scored last night this guy's going to be bagging 40 goals guaranteed every season um definitely flies under the radar he's not the most outgoing character uh in winnipeg and obviously the winnipeg market um you know especially if you're outside of canada you wouldn't even really know what's going on out there but this guy's a phenomenal player um scores a bunch of goals he's just yeah he's just extremely underrated in my opinion he might be the most underrated player in the nhl actually at this current time
0: yeah i'd agree with that yeah i think uh, connor would be
1: all right that's gonna conclude the halftime show and uh we're gonna move into quarter three nhl nba and uh i want to start things off the nhl and i don't know if this is a an outrageous number or if it's typically like this but the nhl is they've, there's 10 new head coaches is that like typical
0: for the nhl feel like it's a bit high. Yeah, a little high. I feel like it would have to be high. That's for sure. A, like almost a third of the teams. Definitely. Which coach do you think is going to get the most content, most
1: spotlight uh, in the first few weeks?
0: As a new one? As a new one. J- Tortorella.
1: Definitely Tortorella will be yeah. for sure.
0: Because either if it's going good, he's going to be all over the place. And if it's going bad, he's still going to be all over the place. For sure. I think Paul Maurice is
1: another one um, in Florida. Because they're, yeah. you know, they're the president's trophy, um, you know, winners of, of last season, and I think that, uh, you know, if they kind of stumble out of the gates, or if they're not looking as strong, I mean, Paul Maurice is going to have to answer some questions, but yeah, I mean, Jim Montgomery obviously in Boston, um, but uh, Bruce Cassidy and Vegas is another one that uh, <clears throat> people will probably be watching pretty closely, um, and I mean, if you were to predict a coach to the first coach to get fired this season, who are you thinking?
0: Jesus. That's a good question. Um, and it might be. it. No, I feel like you'd be hard pressed to fire like a guy who's new. Yeah. Right away. Um, I was kind of leaning like almost Cassidy wise just where I don't know how good of a start Vegas is going to have and they might go into panic mode.
1: Yeah. And, they, you know, they're just they're willing
0: to do whatever. Yeah, they don't care. It's video game
1: mode for them. Yeah, that's not a bad prediction. So it could be. What about you? I'll say Sheldon Keefe.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Also, Sheldon Keefe. People are going nuts right now, Matt Murray. His yeah. preseason statistics. Yeah. It's, a, it's unbelievable. It's just classic. I'll um, say Sheldon Keefe, man. I think that, I mean, the Leafs might have a tremendous regular season. They could go it off and, and start reaming off wins, and it all could be good in Leafland. I've just i been so optimistic on this team for so long. I remember doing in 2018, 2019, 2020, I'm like, this is the year, man. They've got all the pieces. They're such a great You know, they're, they're a well-built team and they just haven't been able to do it. And I think there's just like, and (laughs) they, I think that panic is going to, you know, ensue at some point this season for the Leafs, whether it's a slow start. And I think Sheldon keeps going to be the guy to go. Um, But that might be a cold take. Who knows? Uh, Nate, the Islanders sign Matt Barzell, eight years times 9.15 million. Big contract for Lulia Amorelli to dish out. What are your thoughts on Matt Barzell signing
0: long-term in Long Island? Too much money. Too much money. This guy just doesn't put up. He he. The eye test. He looks good. He just doesn't put up the numbers. I mean, he had 15 goals last year. He's got a career high 22, I think, in his rookie year. Wow. Um. You know, it's not like his point totals. Again, his rookie year was like 85 points. I think it's his top. And other than that, he's sitting around 60. He's kind of get those Johnny T numbers. Um, I just think it's too much money. Yeah. Nine million dollars for a to score 15 goals. I guess you could say. Well, no, Marner at least puts up close to thirty every year. But I don't know. We'll see. I think I think Barzell could take another step. He's only twenty five, but uh, he looks so good. You would think he just like. Yeah, he put up such well good numbers. He like, plays with a lot of pace. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, his hands.
1: He's just—he's a visually attractive hockey player. Yeah. Um, but they went on They had such a tough start to that season. What they had like 15 road games to start the season last year. I don't yeah. know. They were just a mess last year. Uh, I'm interested to see what the Zelia Sorokin guys. Uh, I've heard a lot of buzz around this guy saying that he's going to take a step into you know a, a you know top five goaltender uh, undoubtedly this season. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same wavelength as you. I mean, even those statistics that I didn't understand. I mean, that, those aren't. Those aren't great numbers, um, for it to be paying a guy nine point five one point five million. But I mean, if you look at the Islanders, I, I kinda peg him as their best forward.
0: Um, so yeah, I think the issue is there, they don't really have anybody else that's really that close to him.
1: Yeah, so you gotta just kinda hold on to what you have. Exactly.
0: Um, they don't have a whole lot. So
1: the Sens lose Cam Talbot five to seven weeks. That's a really tough blow for the Senators. Team that, you know, flipped out Matt Murray and, and brought in Cam Talbot and um yeah, they were, I mean, Cam Talbot had a great season last year in um, in in Minnesota, Minnesota. and uh, it's going to be tough to wait, uh, you know, the first month and a half, two months of the season without him.
0: Yeah, it's a tough, tough start, especially if you go out on a limb and grab this guy. I think he's kind of injury prone, though. I think yeah. He gets injured a fair bit. He's also kind of old. For sure. He's like 35. Yeah, yeah. So. so we'll see what Forsberg
1: can hold it down. I know. They got uh, uh, mad soul guard as well. Um, that six foot seven lunatic. So we'll see that. Hopefully that does not hurt the Sens, um, a lot, but I think they're going to make a lot of serious rides. I mean, I've been really enjoying watching them in the preseason. Um, Shane Pinto has obviously looked amazing. Um, Jake Sanderson's logging lots of minutes. He looks like a just a clone of Shabbat. Like yeah. it's it's crazy uh, how good those guys are going to be in a few years. But um, Nate, I did want to mention to the jersey ads. We haven't talked about that on the podcast yet. Uh, jersey ads are going to be rolled out this season. A lot of uh, milk is on the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. But to me, I think it's it's a good size for the advertisement. I'm not going to be you know too up in arms about the jersey advertisements. I know some people are, but. Um, it's when we you can go overkill, but I think just like the NBA, if it's just a little
0: patch, I think it's fine. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You're not going to notice it in a little bit. No, you just get used to it. I For mean, sure, no one says anything about the board ads. No, just because you're used to them, they're almost like grandfathered into your life. For sure. Um, I mean, the Montreal one looks terrible, though the RBC. I haven't seen that one yet. No, it just doesn't even like the colors are just way off, right? Oh jeez. Like Washington went with Caesar's Sportsbook and it actually matches their jerseys. Yeah, Vegas is, is integrated in well. and Same as Toronto's, but did to, they Montreal just got the RBC logo and it just looks so strange. Yeah, with the but.
1: blue and gold and white. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's weird. Um just kind of moving into the NBA briefly Zion is making his revenge tour look good in his first preseason game Um, this Pelicans team is going to be really exciting to watch man I'm excited for the New Orleans Pelicans to see uh, what they bring to the table this year Jamal Murray makes his return after a full season loss last season so uh, and I know Kawhi Leonard is back in the mix so we've got I think four more uh, preseason games in the NBA and and tip off is going so um, I think maybe next episode what we'll do is we'll preview uh, the NHL and NBA kind of give out who we're uh, thinking is going to be playoff teams not and uh, give out some picks for uh, for the champions.
0: Yeah, sounds like a plan. Um,
1: into the golf world in quarter four here. Uh, the Netflix producer, obviously this uh, year, what a tremendous year it was for Netflix to choose uh, to highlight the PGA Tour. Obviously, similar to the F1 series that they have on Netflix, they followed around the PGA Tour all season. And obviously with the Live Golf and everything that's went on in the PGA Tour this season, Netflix had cameras on at a ton of events. I'm so excited for this series to come out. Um, but he says there's gonna be a ton of memes, a ton of clips, and and uh fans
0: are really gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I'm fired up. It's gonna be sick. Yeah. What a what better year could you have had this?
1: Oh, it's just tremendous. Um the Liv. Live Live Tour to partners with the Mena Tour, which I'm gonna need some explanation. Maybe I'll ask the boys in the chalkboard app. I don't know what the Menator is, but it expects now to receive world golf rankings, which is, you know, earth shattering news because this was their biggest struggle on the live tour. So now their players uh, are going to be receiving world golf rankings. It expects, I should say, uh, but the menator I don't know what the heck this is. I should have done my research, but I had never heard of it.
0: I also haven't heard of it. So pull it up though.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I I mean, I, I, you know, hold myself to a very avid golf fan and (laughs) I don't know. This is this is certainly seems like a scheme of 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 to, you know of partnering with this
0: tour just to get uh, world golf ranking points. But it's going to be interesting. Mm, well, um, so it's called Mina because uh, Middle East and North Africa. Okay, <clears throat> It was founded in 2011 by a Dubai-based. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. Um, Shaki Maktoum. Yeah. Um. So I mean, this is probably the same guy who started the Live Tour. <laughs> it definitely could be. Um.
1: Nate, I talked so, about it the last episode, but obviously it was crazy good uh, fun watching the Sanderson Farms with Mackenzie Hughes grabbing the dub. Um, we talked about it, how Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith, the two Canadians, picked for the President's Cup, and how Mackenzie Hughes and, and Connors and Pendrith went to Kansas State together. What a big fuck you for Mackenzie Hughes to go out and win the next week and say, like, thanks for picking me, boys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, Unreal yeah. win for Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah. So this week, we'll get the Shriners Hospital for Kids Open. Big charity event. Big philanthropy event in Las Vegas. Patrick Cantlay won it last year. Came eighth the year before. Second place, second place in 2020-2019 and won it in 2018. Plus 700. I had to sprinkle it.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the best bet you can find. Yeah. I mean, what a not, horse. Not, much, not a better narrative. You can find too many spots. No.
1: He's just an absolute horse of a human being. Uh, Tom Kim's also playing as well. The guy who stormed onto the scene at the President's Cup. So I'm really excited to watch that. It starts today. Um, I also sprinkled in Mito Pereira as another best bet with those two um, Chilean best Chilean on the PGA Tour now that Joachim neiman has gone. Um, but uh righty, e, fire wagon, dog water. Who you like for your fire wagon? I'll say I'll say my Firewagon's Mackenzie Hughes for dropping his dick on the table and saying "fuck you" to Corey Connors, Taylor Pendrith, and
0: Mike Weir. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna go Aaron Judge. Yep. You know, 62 home runs. And if not Aaron Judge, the guy who's jumping down, trying to get that ball out of the stand. That was so outrageous. Yeah, that was. You got you to respect it, though. I would do the same thing. I'd snap a leg trying to get that. It's fine.
1: Uh, you got dog water? Yeah, uh, my dog water is Matt Ryan. Um, Matt Ryan man this is a guy that the Colts brought in they moved on from Carson Wentz they, they had Phillip Rivers I mean this franchise had Andrew Luck and we don't I mean we haven't talked about Andrew Luck at all but this guy was the face of quarterbacking for a while this was such a young study he ended up retiring at the young age of like 27 but uh, but they've been struggling at the quarterback position since and Matt Ryan has not been the answer man he looks he's showing his age he's lost a lot off his
0: fastball and he's just looked like an absolute bum so Matt Ryan's been dog water Okay, mine. Uh, mine guy is also named Matt. It's Matt Barzell, but I can't give him the dog water because he would have to get fire wagon for getting the contract. I'll yep. get to the New York Islanders, Lou Amarelo, just because I can't read the guy. Yeah, I don't understand it. You're not allowed to shave or you have to shave in the organization. Yeah, he, he says he's going to make people pay low amount of money. I mean, Matt Barzell obviously played hardball with the guy and made him sign this contract because they had nowhere else to go. But the Islanders are screwed and the Islanders, the dog water of the week. I like it. I like it. Well, folks,
1: listen, go follow us on all of our social medias. Go uh, go follow on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you name it. YouTube, go join the Chalkboard app. It's, uh, it's electric in there. Uh, we appreciate you guys' support. Make sure you're giving the episode five-star, and uh, we'll catch you on
0: Tuesday. Later.